that get me? Have you read the fucking document yet? No. Have you even glanced at it? No. I want you to. So glance we might as well get started. I want Hi, you to welcome glance to our at podcast, it. Tangents of a Better World. Oh, this is uh, a disaster. We're, yeah, that's life. That's that's our world. So hence the podcast. Uh, we're not going to use real names, at least not yet, just so that the seditious content isn't like immediately tied to our personalities. I'm green. I'm blue. And together we make two colors in an ugly ass rainbow. Uh, yeah. So what are we doing? We're we're just sitting here chatting about. Actually, have we said the name of the podcast? Tangents of a Better World. If yeah. you hadn't said it before, I said it now. That is the name of the podcast. We're we're chatting about the Rage Cast. A better world. Okay, and the way that we're not gonna get to it, but it would be cool if we did. <laughs> actually, we're not chatting directly about it either. We're chatting around it. We're just. Tangentially, if you will. Tangentially. Like, if you took all of our thoughts in aggregate and kind of just reached the platonic ideal, that might be the better world. Are but, you sure? Alright. Well, I mean... We'll get into that, What are you trying to say? Okay. I don't <laughs> know. I'm just, I'm just trying to say platonic ideals. I'm not feeling it. I don't know. Not, there's no know. room for poets in the Republic. If there's no room for poets, there's no room for life. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's probably a good point, actually. Fuck. Well, okay. okay. So, let's see. What things are on the radar right now that have got us both pissed? So, uh, net neutrality. Burning down the bridges. Net neutrality. Uh, that's that's not looking good so hot right now. Um, or so hot good. Uh, we got that Tax Cuts and Jobs Act coming in hot. Is that what it's called now? Yeah, I think I th- so. I thought Trump wanted the, the Cut, Cut, Cut Act. Apparently, uh, Bill six 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 packed with Satan wasn't was taken or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> packed with Satan. Yeah. I like the name of that. Maybe actually. that's Mitch McConnell's road bill or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, so that's that's coming in hot. Um, and the uh, uh, God section five was five seventeen D eleven something like that. The grad school. Um, Isn't that waiver. part of Satan Pact? Rest in peace, graduate students. Uh, we'll see what the House does, but... <clears throat> you mean the Senate? Well, okay, yeah, you're right. I guess Congress in general, how they mediate those two differences, because it all depends on if the Senate can push its way through. And now that we're talking about this, I realize that it's a great idea to have a podcast where we talk about super relevant events, so that way two years later people will listen to this and be really interested in what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah? Because we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that's why we have to go conceptual on it. Like, let's talk about politics in general. <laughs> okay. No, well, no, no, it's fine. I'm just... No, so no, maybe no. in the future we can do that. I mean... And then I, we can say, just don't, don't listen to the don't first Don't get me wrong. Episode. I'm not going to change my ways. I'm just acknowledging that they're stupid. That's okay. all I'm saying. Well... Let, let's put a pin in that because maybe okay. that's part let's, of the problem let's table that discussion <laughs> well I'll write that one down um, change ways okay love water anything else that's that's terrifying uh, or problematic suggest taxes. I'm sure there's many other things what are the things that are on your mind right now uh well um actually I shouldn't say that okay Starting off on a great note already. Google. Google's on my mind. Okay. Tell me about Google. Google uh, controls all we can think about. Um, Or if it doesn't exist on Google, it doesn't exist, right? If it isn't in our archives, it simply doesn't exist. I used to be a big fan of Google because they gave me free email and, like, found me porn and stuff. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's good good shit. Google's good work. But, yeah, I mean, 
it's a little troubling the idea that the way you would find out something isn't working or something is problematic is through Google. So if Google's pulling bad shit, you have no way of, you have no recourse. You have, not only do you have no way of finding out, but you also have no recourse for that action at the same time. So, yeah, no, uh, totally. Uh, one second. <laughs> let's, let's pin that too. You can't travel to the courthouse to discuss better road maintenance. I don't know why I'm on the fucking road dick right now, but you can't do that if the highway is broken. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Have you been using road metaphors this whole time? Have you missing them? No, no, this is new. This is not, this is my kick for tonight. Okay, so you said taxes. I said Google. You said something else, too. Oh, net neutrality. That's the one. The internet that. highway, if you will. Okay, see, there you go. Roads again. Let's see. Yeah, it's like, I want my own private highway. Like, what's wrong with that? I want to ride it all night long. Oh, gosh, there was something I was thinking about that I forgot. What was the name of that band? Rascal Flats. Rascal Flats. Oh, God. You're talking to a... End of an era. Holy <laughs> shit. They were like the Nickelback of country. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what I was thinking about. I was thinking about my, my first fundamental rule. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drop it here. You're going to get about one of these every three episodes, probably. Okay. And that's whenever you see a list, you okay. should always ask what's missing from this list. Okay. Can you give me an example? Or a list of examples? I can give you one example. Okay, a list of one. That works. Go well, ahead. Let's do... Uh, let's do... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can you can contemplate all the things missing from this list. But um, there's this, this guy I read in one of my classes called Stephen Lukes. And he did the... Uh, he, he wrote on the different types of power... So at level one power, there was coercive power, which is just the ability to force someone to do something like through a threat or whatever. At level two, there was agenda setting power, which was just the, the power to control the conversation. Level three is gospel power, I'm assuming? Gospel? Gospel power? Never mind. Keep going. It's not worth discussing. Level three is um, preference setting power. So yeah. it's, it's the ability to control what people want. So like level two might be like Google, like like controlling all the things that we think exist in the world. And level three would be Disney telling us, like telling our daughters that they want to be princesses or whatever. So the higher the level, the more lower, insidious the, or Foucault. The, the more like, implicit the problem yeah. and and the, the cultural after effect. But, but the reason I bring this up is that like we, we always need to consider what's not on this list. Like, why are we trusting the Stephen Luke's guy? Like, perhaps he missed something, and right. we have to be aware of even more, like, insidious and unseeable power. And fuck Stephen Luke's, man. I mean, he's, what's his, what's no, maybe, he's got, maybe he's got it all right, okay? But it's still an important question to ask so that we don't miss anything we perhaps need to take into account. That's a good point. Where's the cowbell, right? That's, that's the question. Is there a cowbell on Stephen Luke's list? Like... Is, is cowbell a form of power, or is it... I don't know. Ask SNL. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch SNL on principle. Neither do I. <laughs> on principle? What's your principle? Uh, that I have better things to do with my time. It's actually that's, that's very similar to my principle, which is I don't like it, or I, I didn't <laughs> like it the one time I saw it when I was like fourteen years old. So. Yeah. I and like was... I don't own TV, and I don't own TV on principle. Okay. So I think actually... my generation missed it. I yeah. mean. You don't own TV ever because you know what you pay. You pay three times for that. You pay once when you pay the fucking cable company. You pay twice because they make you watch ads and like that's how all these free shit on the internet is financed by ads. 
and you pay thrice because they take your fucking data and then they like use shit with it. Busting out the thrice, holy shit. Yeah, I'm messing up that fucking thrice, okay? <laughs> That's why you never buy buy cable or shit. That's why TV is so garbage. I mean, yeah, I I mean, I, I agree. I've, I've thought this for a while. I mean, I don't know. I waste a lot of my life in front of screens, but at least they're internet-driven screens, not cable-driven. So I can let myself feel a little better about that. You got some agency in this situation. I have lots of agency in this situation. I just don't use it. Yeah. Sheeple that I am. Sheeple that you are. But that brings us to net neutrality. Yeah, okay. So, let's talk about net neutrality. Well, let's do it. Do you care about net neutrality? Of course not. <laughs> I mean, I'm more of a fan of the free market letting it just do its thing, right? If you... <laughs> no, it's, it's bullshit. The free market. No, um... Net neutrality, very important. Yep. I mean, yep. <laughs> no, I mean, it, Moving it's, on. <laughs> it's, so, it's so annoying that so many Obama-era regulations are just being reversed, countermanded, just step by step by step. Like, I don't know. It's like, you're, it's like uh, speaking of lists. It's Can like you give me a list? Trump's list of all the things Obama did, 90% of which are good. Not all of them, but like a lot of them are pretty good. And it's like, nope, nope. Nope. Like DACA, yeah. Can't have that. Nope. Nope. Well, like, fuck children, right? I mean, I guess literally in this era. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. Although, that's, several politicians, that's more than several, think that's a good idea. But, um... See, that's where that's where deregulation gets you. Okay? That's where it's, you mean that, that's where... Pedophilia, yes. That's where everyone can agree that regulation is a good thing because we don't want pedophiles? Yeah, I mean... That's another good topic for talking about. Pedophiles? No. Okay. Yes. Like, yes. But no, what I was, what I, I was going. No. 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 Okay. No. What I'm getting. No. Hear me out. Regulation. Um, the alt rights obsession with pedophilia okay. specifically. I'll, I'll put that one down. I'm so. not. I'm not saying that we start debating about the moral. Um, <laughs> uh, the reason it's wrong. Pedophilia on episode one. We'll save that for like episode ten, I think. Um, but I think we can agree that the alt right uses that as kind of its bludgeoning tool. So what does the all right think of Roy Moore? Think of what? Roy Roy Moore. Uh, the guy from Alabama who's like, got kicked out of malls because he's such a fucking creep. I mean, I don't spend that much time among the rank and file of the all right. I would die if I did, but... Um, Actually, maybe I should I should know. I, I, honestly, I can just look at my brother's Facebook. I like, yeah, I like, I like dip in just to test the waters and... Uh, I, what I saw was what I've seen for a long time, which is oh yeah, that, selective argumentation, right? So um, they'll spend all of their time talking about um, all the pedophiles among the Democratic Party and trying to um, work out that hypocrisy, which um, in and of itself is a good thing. They use it badly, but that's some of those arguments against pedophilia do make sense, sure. Um, but um, people like Roy Moore, um, Moore, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, uh, Kind of silent on the radar, not blipping as much as it maybe should be. Yeah, that sounds sounds like something totally. I mean, that's human. Like I can't. I, I can't pretend like that's just the all right. I mean, it's like we're not talking about Al Franken right now. Like, right? Uh, maybe we should be. Maybe oh, we God. should be because otherwise, otherwise they win. Okay, <laughs> otherwise double oh, standards win. Yeah, but they also we're no better than them. But they also win if you play both sides in a. Yeah, I know. You you win by being you lose by being a good person, and you lose by taking <laughs> their side. Fuck. It's kind of like arguing against postmodernism. A little bit. You lose by taking either side. You do. <laughs> yeah. Because they, I mean, 
it's sort of a black hole that makes itself and sucks everything else into it. I mean, but well, we're, we're going to take science at some point, okay? Well, we have to, otherwise it's going to be... No, I mean, like, about postmodernism specifically, but okay. also about other issues Again, as well. not, not intro episode, I think. That's for later. That's, like, it's like some high-level stuff. That, that's a, that's a episode 401 when, when we get all the advanced students in here, okay? Yeah. So, like, I don't know, one of my aunts and, like, my dog, when they listen to this podcast, they'll, like, be able to get into that at some point. But we yeah. wouldn't want to overwhelm them. Expect great things. Okay. In the future. All right. A Did you get that on your fortune cookie this morning? Did you know that fortune cookies are like a totally American? Yeah, invention? I did actually. It's just so like depressing. orange chicken, actually. Yeah, straight out of California, I think. So when I say I like talk about Orientalism and like a constructed ethnicity. Oh, or what's the what's the the term appropriation? Yes. Yeah, but it's not even appropriation because it was never there to begin with. We made it and then we stuck it on them like a well, we just, tail on a fucking donkey. <laughs> I feel like honestly, not not comparing. It was good though. Like, like, like orange chicken's pretty good, and we gave that to China for free. Like what? <laughs> we should be Is like charging royalty. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, God, what a problematic thing. I was gonna say before we talk about appropriation, I was gonna say that I I, I claim to love Chinese food, okay. but I don't know if I've ever had any actual Chinese food. Right, right. You love the American construct of that. Just like I I loved American history. Before I learned about like all the actual shit that happened, like, yeah. Wow. Hashtag red pill. Not not red pill, but you know. What red I mean. pilled by the fucking educational system. Fucking liberal media, man. <laughs> yeah. Fake school. Oh, that's the new step. Fake school, not fake news. Oh. You just got dark. Ooh, that scares me. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's kind of connected with Google, right? Because like we're talking, like fake school is all about the control of knowledge, or yeah, kind right. of. So and that's what Google does. It's like let's just trust Google to to not give us all this all right bullshit, which they do because it gets clicks. So, but like, if, if I Google does autism cause vaccine, I bet the first thing that would come up would be like arguments. I mean, on the first page, you'd be arguments for it, like, like why it does. I could, but I don't want you to hear my... Well, okay, but... Okay, there, there's more complexities to it than just that. That doesn't mean that Google's CEO has it out for vaxes. That's not that's not how this works, right? Um, I mean, the search algorithm is going to be based on things like... So um, you're saying... What are other people searching for? What are they clicking on? What are they actually looking up? So you're saying the real issue is capitalism. Going down that this soon. No, no, because we'll, we'll, we'll do many you episodes play on the this. Trump card this early, huh? but I'm just gonna say that that Google wants you to click on shit because they get ad revenue, right? Yeah. And so they're gonna give you the most incendiary thing, regardless of whether or not it's true or not. So you're gonna click on like, so they're gonna put all this stuff in front of you, even though it's not true, because it, it makes them that dollar. It's not always incendiary. It's just the thing that people are most likely to click on. It's it's, it's another example of. Um, norms that perpetuate themselves, right? So if people click on it a lot, um, it's going to surface more often, which means that people will click on it more often. So it's, I mean, it's cyclical is what I'm trying to say. Feedback. Yeah, it's a feedback loop. Uh, we'll dig into capitalism at a later date. Probably yeah. at a later time in this episode. <laughs> yeah, a later date, 10 minutes from now. Oh. What were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, we're talking about a lot of things. We sort of just vomited all over the microphone. <laughs> I'm gonna clean that off real quick. Squeegee, squeegee, squeegee. Yeah, we're like we're like just bouncing around all of these topics I had, like that you haven't even checked. 
I'm sorry. For, for the listeners here, like, despite what it might sound like, this started off as an organized idea. With, like, we were going to have topics we were going to discuss. Best laid plans, huh? Like robot sex, for example. Oh, we'll get to robot sex. <laughs> we'll save that. We'll we save were just going like, to, like, title an episode robot sex. The entire thing would have to do with robot sex. And so, I mean, it was, like, pseudo-organized. But right now, we, we just kind of cold, I mean, cold gotta... opened into this. Which is why we have no semblance of a logical thread here. Semblance. Yeah, I mean, it's... Sorry, excuse me. No, it's okay. I mean, I'm, English isn't my first language. Everything is Griffin, so we're all good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like this dichotomy. Well, not a dichotomy. It's a tension between wanting to produce good, informative content and also just not wanting to do the work. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, so, I guess that's, that's a life so in a nutshell. You're making two very good arguments for robot sex right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want the content, but I really don't so do the work. No, that's great. That's really good. That's gonna, it's gonna drive him wild. <laughs> I'm surprised that you're on board with that already. I thought we were gonna have a huge argument. We this. are gonna have. You. I'm, I'm not okay. on board. Okay, okay, you're just soft. But I think you did make two of the the prime points, though. Right. Sure. Yeah. The prime directives, if you will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, if there is three. Prime directives for how a robot should be trained to pleasure humans. <laughs> what might they be? Uh, I mean, maybe cause no pain should be one. No, Although, that's, not, know, that's not true. Sometimes at all. That's I, not I've true heard at all. that people like a little bit of pain. But, but. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel fucking alive. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah. like, how, how would you make sure the robot, like, stays within a certain. Certain boundary, then. Uh, well, this, How do you I define mean, that box? I mean, this gets back to iRobot. <laughs> this is getting weird. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just letting people know what's in the future, okay? If you, for some reason, haven't already stopped listening... Turn off now. <laughs> this, turn back. Turn back while you may. Um, this is what, what you could get into later. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, okay, there's different... Okay. There's going to be, like, different... Generations of robot sex, right? Okay, so, so, uh, so, so it's going to be like a... Uh, so like Gen 1. Machine learning. Is we're going to learn how to do it Exactly. We're talking about like genetic... <laughs> get it? Genetic algorithms? That's funny. That's a cool joke. There you go. Um, yeah, but like Gen 1, I would say we're like kind of in... Gen, we're like we're like Gen Prime, <laughs> sort of Gen Alpha. And it's... I mean, they're just, they're just motors with silicon over them, right? I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, like, I'm going to take this to a really dark place. Go ahead. But actually, maybe not like a dark place, but I, I remember seeing this like picture on the internet and it was like, it, like there, there was this vending machine okay. and it was called the Blomatic. Okay. Okay. The Blomatic. And it had like a hole in it. <laughs> oh, as the vending machine. Uh, like, like you can look this up online probably. Uh, okay. so viewers, you can do that if you want, but, but wait till I finish describing it. Okay, Sure. But then, I mean, it's like, it's all a comic. It was like in a comic form. Okay. Oh, it's not real? That's sad. It's, it's I mean, it, it's like, it's like a political cartoon, except it, it's the same style. Okay. It's not an actual picture of like a vending machine with a hole in it. Okay. It's, but like, like beneath the hole and like going around the, the, the corner was like this trail of blood. <laughs> just like, Oof. Like, like the blow mag. 
I had malfunctioned. <laughs> and these are the kind of problems you're going to have with Gen 1 sex robots, okay? You know what? I think it's a point for me. Who's against sex robots? I mean, okay. <laughs> but okay. think of all well, the good also, that I... can come from future levels of sex robots. Okay, counterpoint. Not necessarily funny, but... Uh, what about all the instances of like toxic relationships or domestic abuse or um, I don't know. There's a lot of bad shit out there in relationships right now. I mean, probably maybe better than it was before. I don't know, but I mean, I feel like it's been shitty for a long time. People have been shitty to each other forever. Yeah, you know, you're robots. I mean, totally. I, don't know. I mean, but but like you could say that that robots might not be shitty to you, but like it's kind of. They're okay. forced okay. not to. It's almost okay. like a lie. Okay. So and, and you're also removing any any possibility of intimacy if these things go mainstream. Everyone just has a sex robot. Well, intimacy is whatever you choose to bring to the table. Okay, so we have to we have to separate a few different <laughs> things out here. We're talking about um, relationships. Okay, yeah. So are we talking about a romantic relationship or an object for se- sexual gratification? Those are two questions. And then if we choose, Whoa, to go oh down my the- god! Like I would be like, that's a good question. For current society, okay? Okay. In general. Tell me more, tell me more. I feel, I feel like all these bad issues you're talking about in toxic relationship yeah. are because people, like, have this idea that their relationship partner is kind of the sexual object, right? I think that's Or maybe one, that's, like, part of the wider culture. That's how... I think that's one very Women are presented. Cause. Sure, Totally. I think that's one very common cause of that. I'm sure that's not the only reason, but... Yeah, it's uh, definitely not the only reason. It's, <laughs> there's plenty of other good ones. What's like, missing so, from this list, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely part... Uh, approaches to sex, right? As not not a um, mutual fulfillment, but um, sort of a selfish... A conquest. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, objectifying slash possessive... So in case you guys haven't, in case listeners, hold on, that doesn't mean sex has to always be intimate romantically. I mean, casual sex is totally a thing, and we shouldn't ashamed that. But uh, I mean, oh, oh, are we gonna have that discussion now? No, I mean, like you do, you man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shame you right here. I mean, okay, no, I mean, honestly, like you're probably totally right, but I feel like if we're talking about this, it's like it's like a fucking handshake, like. I don't know. Like you're 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 both putting stuff into it, but it doesn't mean that you like are like truly deeply invested in like that person's fulfillment. But you want them to also have a good time, right? I mean, that's yeah. I, I feel like it's a valid approach. Yeah, you're probably right. Although, if you felt that way about your invested romantic partner, that might be different. But I guess I just haven't had a lot of experience with casual sex because philosophically, it is something. I mean, I, not even philosophically, like emotionally it is something I have like a negative internal reaction towards without understanding the philosophical roots behind it what what, what, what I'm saying is I don't understand why I don't necessarily right, like right, the idea right, yeah, yeah, sure, but right. it's probably philosophically defensible especially in enlightened and gender equal society right but so so this is a good question like we all have biases but like why why if you had to guess I mean, what what led to that implicit bias that you picked up? I mean, we all we all have these. It's not like a you thing. Oh God! Like my my implicit biases around sex are actually probably very telling of my childhood. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm not saying like 
Nothing bad happened to me sexually as a child. I would say that sex was not a topic I even was exposed to as a child, which is probably what the problem is. Sure. Okay. Okay. Like, my parents never gave me the talk. Yeah. Fair. Or whatever. Like, I... Well, not fair, but understandable. Yeah. Okay. Shit like that. Yeah, I suppose that would that would do it, right? Because I mean, in the in the absence of that kind of um, enlightened conversation with people that you respect, all that you're left to fall back on are implicit messages that you will be bombarded by from the media. I mean, there is truly no escaping that. Although maybe I also went to like a possibly like pretentious high school in the no, <laughs> or you're not may- the only one. This- because I feel like I actually didn't get a lot of, like, sexual imagery exposure in my high school. But it might also be because I'm oblivious. Or I'm so caught up in myself. And I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. As the viewers might guess. No. Come on. <laughs> stop. Stop badgering yourself so early. We'll save that for episode five. Yeah, self-deprecation. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, that's another thing about our culture that... There's a difference between humility and habits of self-deprecation, right? I mean, that's that's a big okay. difference. I mean, uh, a, a trend of self-deprecation is uh, like a veneer of humility, I would say, um, but it's not it's not necessarily real humility, and it's also not even even if it was humility, it's not a healthy form of humility. Um, I mean, you're probably bringing up some good points, although. Much like the sexual imagery, I don't know if we have any good examples of people being humble in like the the cultural framework that we exist in. Maybe Kendrick, he's pretty good. Kendrick, or maybe pretty bad at it. That's the point. I see. That's the point. Um, God, that's a great album. Damn, 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 it's a good album. Anyway, okay. Have you listened to Kendrick? (laughs) No, you haven't, right? I've I've heard a Yolo. With Lonely Island, it features Kendrick. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll stop there on that topic. That's fine. <laughs> I <laughs> we'll think move on some other Kendrick, but let's let's get back to the robot sex and gender yeah, issues. Tell me more about the robot sex. I mean, I know uh, you were like getting to some okay point okay. about gender okay, so and sex a, and casual we're a, we're sex. A, we're at a fork in the road. Okay, okay. so we, let's talk about one first. We're talking about robots in a romantic context or in a sexual gratification context. I feel like I'd be I'd be I'd personally be probably very fine with robots in a sexual gratification context, but I would not be fine with them in a romantic context. Okay, let's go down that road then. Why? Because like sexual gratification is something like I I suppose that no one should have. <laughs> that no one should have. Like no, we're 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 woke people here. Just <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's something that like people. I would not call sexual gratification a, like, inherent need, but I would say it's pretty damn close. I mean, not for everybody. I would say that that people don't have, like, a right to it. Like, as I've heard argued sometimes, in in mostly troubling circumstances, but I would say, like, it's probably something that people right. should be able to have when they desire it and robots being able to serve service that that need are probably a good thing that prevents a lot of these other issues like such as toxic relationships or whatnot yeah i mean i mean that sounds good on paper but i doubt that toxic relationships are 
necessarily truly caused by that, right? I mean, I feel like I, my, guess, probably, my guess is it's that... It's probably one of the things on the list. My, my probably, guess. Probably relatively high up there, in my opinion. A lot of generalizations here, but I would say, uh, generally speaking, probably a lot of lack of intimacy in relationships is probably due to a lot of um, emotional and communication differences, first and foremost. Um, and then, even if you don't have those, but you truly have sexual uh, discrepancies in your needs and desires, which is totally normal... Um, Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Don't beat me up so early. Um, yeah, I. Even then, I mean, I, I mean, like things like masturbation and porn. Like, I think um, they have a role in society, and I don't think that they. I don't think those roles should be erased uh, by any means. Um, just because they potentially have the potential again to be abused. Okay, well that's okay. That's another really good point. Um, if you develop like. Um, like a porn addiction or whatever like that's totally a thing that can happen um, and definitely a problem but at the same time the problems that we label that around um, are implicitly saying that you should have a romantic slash sexual relationship with another human being so you're saying that like people with porn addictions are, are labeled as such because they usually don't have a relationship with another human being, and that's well, the problem? Well, I'm saying that the the uh, that the, the negative, uh, the reason why porn addictions are criticized is because they usually inhibit that relationship. Okay. And that's, I mean, I'm not saying that's not true, and I'm not saying that that's wrong. Uh, I'm That can cause a lot of suffering, I'm sure. I'm, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is that um, it presupposes a common value we have. That I think you should that, have a sexual relationship with another human being. That may not even be true. I mean, there are plenty of asexual people out there who the, aren't interested in that, and that's totally fine. I think there are other arguments that can be made against, like, porn addiction that don't necessarily make that assumption. Like, uh, what, consumption of really unethical media? Like, like just being, kind of losing agency to something? Or, like, sacrificing your... What do you mean by like, that? It's an addiction, right? Like by 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 your own kind of terms you're using, it's it's something that you need to do, and so you're kind of like you don't have control over yourself, and that's something that's probably okay, reprehensible. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that that's 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 fair. I guess I don't I don't think that people are upset about porn addictions just because they're upset about dependencies on some kind of substance, right? You're I mean, probably right, but perhaps we people should. people have developed dependencies on many different kinds of substances, and I'm not saying those are addiction level dependencies, but the objection people have is not because of that; it's because of, um, among other things, just prudishness. I would say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's not that's not the only thing. There are a lot of other valid complaints, but. I guess what I'm trying to get back to is that um, the issues that society chooses to take up arms about um, are defined as deviation from norms. And those norms aren't necessarily healthy. They're just norms. Um, Like like one of my personal sort of soapboxes is that uh, like if you flip to the DSM, right, um, and you're like looking up different kind of mental illnesses and how they're classified and how they're diagnosed... Um, a really common form of diagnosis is uh, is the illness at a point at which they are no longer able to hold down a job or like be in a family or those kind of things. I mean, those are, again, those are important benchmarks in a life, but it also presupposes that, well, it basically says that your 
uh, mentally ill if you aren't a good cog in the machine of uh, injustice, <laughs> really. I feel like you're you're totally right about saying that I'm most, I'm most right. things are evaluated in terms of the way society like views them. Sure. But perhaps they're... <laughs> This is going to get us into postmodernism and like objectivism Fuck. again, but perhaps there is a more objective way to look at these things that okay. that we can that, that is philosophically defensible regardless of the culture you're in. Okay, fire away. Well, I'm I'm not going to say I'm not going I I, I wouldn't Mr. know Kant. I wouldn't know how to apply this to to what are we talking about? Mass porn addiction. Porn addiction, yeah. Right off we the bat. Of, yeah. But, like, you could say murder, for example. It's regardless of what culture you're in, murder is probably not a good thing to do. And, and I know it's, like, a cop-out, but it's important that we start somewhere so that we can understand the okay. argument. I mean, this, sure. this, is, this is the strongest example of the argument, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean... Okay... I mean, it sounds like a hard thing to pit against, but why is okay murder I'm gonna, bad? I'm gonna why take is the murder op- bad? Watch me take this opposite side. Why is murder bad? Oh my god! Why is murder bad? Tell me. You have to like dig into some metaphysical values here, and if you're gonna say that your metaphysical values are nihilism, then it's not bad. But if you say like pretty much anything else, it's probably like an unsustainable ideology. I use Kant a lot, and so you can't make murder a universal law, and so therefore it... I'm just, I'm just saying that even within Western philosophies, there are... Kant's different... a Western philosopher. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there are other ones that still work. Utilitarian ethics could argue that sometimes killing one person, if it saves ten, is worth it. In which case, murder would be the moral and right thing to do. No, I mean, so it's not, it's not okay. The the questions around how do we wrong. get from porn addiction to murder being okay. like morally all right? That's okay. the power of the Home Depot, just hang in there. But yeah, I mean, mm, mm, I just uh, okay. This is again one of my. We'll we'll revisit this from time to time, I'm sure. But um, the I don't think that morals or ethics can necessarily dictate themselves on based on individual actions those the morality of individual actions is always based um, on the larger context of what your values are and those I mean, will always be relative well fight me bro universal laws Kantianism again like give me a universal law don't kill people why because if everyone had that, as if you made the decision and everyone acted in that way, it's unsustainable. So why, why does that matter if it's unsustainable? Because, like, you kill yourself, essentially. Why is that a bad thing? Okay, you win. Congratulations. Okay, yeah, I used shitty argument there. But what I'm saying is... Um, yeah, a lot, a lot. Okay, so what, what I'm, what I'm here with, here's what I'm saying. Um, a lot of moral arguments are really just uh, values that contribute to the sustainability of a society. 
that presupposes that it is right or moral for society or humanity to exist. I'm not saying it's immoral to exist, but what I'm saying is it's amoral. Moral, morals are self-referential in that they are useful tools to keep us around. So I feel like we just reached the end of our podcast. Like in terms of just, at this point, what's the point of talking about anything? And this is actually, I think, the best argument against like the amorality nihilism kind of by the book thinking. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to trash you a little bit. But okay, go ahead. Because, go ahead. No, like, that's what I'm... But it's just the fact that if you take that stance, nothing is important. And so then why should we talk about or do anything? That's fair. Like, yeah, you got me. You checkmated me. Yeah, that's good. Well, I feel like you checkmated me earlier, so... Let's, we'll go back and forth on that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm sort of walking this line where I... Uh, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking that nothing matters. But at the same time, uh, human pain and suffering and injustice is a totally real thing. And so is human joy and happiness. And I want to promote those things as much as I can. Yeah, there you go. Even though in the back of my mind, I don't think there's like an objective mandate for it. God's not going to give you like a score like out of 10. I mean, I don't know, but I, I guess I'm not. I'm not presupposing it's like family feud. So... Well, should we call that there for our introductory app? Uh, do we settle anywhere on sex robots? Oh, <laughs> uh, we should talk more about sex robots first. I feel okay. like we also we left net neutrality, Google, and taxes behind. Fuck, we'll have to get back to those. Uh, there'll be more time. I'm sure none of those problems are really going anywhere. How long have we been anywhere. recording? Uh, we're almost forty minutes. So we have twenty minutes, right? Okay, let's dive back in. Uh, okay. Which one? Pick pick which one you want to talk about first. I've I mean, we've been, we were doing a lot of conversation about sex robots, and if we just cut out the first twenty minutes, like this is this is almost an episode, just <laughs> <laughs> on its own. Almost like a good episode, what it was meant to be to begin with. Like we were already kind of destined to flower into the buds of well, to bud into the flowers of sex robots that we are. No, okay. So I mean, there's a lot of sci-fi about this stuff, right? Is there? Yeah, there is. Um, I mean, uh, a lot of movies recently. I've been doing that. Uh, Blade Runner talked about it. Uh, Ex Machina talked about it. Uh, Her talked about it. Um, and the idea's been around for a lot longer. I mean, the question of what makes a human human has been around for a long time in science fiction. And as soon as you ask that question, the next question is, can I fuck it? <laughs> that's, that's immediately question two in the human mind, I think. What is wrong with these sci-fi authors? <laughs> Step one, establish in-group and out-group. Step two, establish sexual boundaries. I suppose, like, fine, then let's set some assumptions when it comes to these sex robots. Let's say that they are thoroughly not human, and they don't have, like, AI. There's no way to say that they're making their own choices. It's all it's all machinery. I mean, your opinion is the one in question. I've been pro for all of this the whole time. <laughs> pro for all of this? So, so... I'm pro-programming. You're pro-programming? So, like, like, no matter how, like, good these sex robots get at satisfying us, okay. they're, they're never going to be human. Like, regardless of uh, how you define okay. that. Okay. Unless you define... I mean, okay, well, I disagree with that, but let's let's back away from that argument, because that's, that's more complicated. Let's say there is legislation in place to, to prevent sex robot AI, okay? Okay. Okay, well, we'll leave that argument for the moment. Why is it bad to have routine sexual fulfillment from a machine. 
I'm, I I was all for that. I, I said that I would support that. Uh, and then we went off like a whole masturbation addiction. Okay. okay. And it, like my problem was with like the, the romantic infatuation with a machine. Why? Why is that bad? Because it just further, like, like the whole, look, look, the look, whole trend okay. of like industrialized society has been separating us from each other almost. And I think robot sex, or, or I guess romantic relationships with a robot is another way of making that separation. It's also commodifying our desire to sure. feel like attached to something. Sure, sure, okay. And, and it's essentially like a lie. So no matter how much you put into this, this thing, it, it's ultimately meaningless I don't follow you that far. I okay. agree that I agree that, and and perhaps that's a bit of a stretch, especially when we just talked about like nihilism and shit. Right. I mean, I agree that sex robots, if they were made mainstream, they would be used. They could easily be used as a form of social control. I totally am on board with that idea. Well, not on board with it, but I, I agree <laughs> that it, I think it would happen. He said it <laughs> as it should be. Um, what I'm not comfortable saying is that um, those feelings of attachment. Um, are inherently less good than those of another human being. I guess what I'm trying to get at here is, is love an objective, independent force between two sentient beings, or is it just two mutual feelings they have pointed at the same direction to each other? So you're saying, like, as long as a sex robot loves you back, or...? What I'm saying is, is love some unbreakable tether between two human beings, or is love just two human beings pointing at each other in the same way emotionally? Because if that's the case, then from your perspective, love is going to feel the same either way. Oh, fuck. You're right. Yeah. I'm not the kind of guy to argue for love being something special, so... (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying... So I'm not saying so love, even, even love, if, love is great. Love is great. Love is good. Love is important. I'm just saying it's. I don't know. I know. I, I think. I think you're right. I'm gonna say the latter. Number two. Okay. Sure. It's just people pointing at each other. Okay. But I think like even if it feels the same for the person in in the sex robot relationship, I feel like it's still wrong from like a wider lens, like from from the perspective outside, like the person How? looking. Is it friends your sensibilities? No, I think perhaps it hurts the, the community. Okay, not to... This is not um, culture shaming. We have some evidence in an interesting direction, so I'll call it out. Um, things in Japan are getting pretty interesting with romantic relationships. Um, and the way that um, romance is sort of... Not always, of course, but um, certain aspects of romance are now being part and parceled out into different um, commercial services that are offered. So you can pay someone to go and cuddle with them, or you can go to a bar specifically to go on dates with the you know the people who are there, the patron, no, not the patrons, the hosts. Uh, and then the idea being that you can go and you can have that experience, but then you also have the liberation to walk away from it at the end of the day and go home to a one-person house. Um, God damn! I, that, okay, that's that, some that's some dystopia shit right there, though. Yeah, I mean, well, I, like, I, I don't, I don't want to over. I probably can't it. argue against that from a Kantian perspective, but from like 
So I'm just about to. I'm gonna abandon my my Kantian high ground. That's fine. That's fine. And come These down to like the, the the utilitarian or like community. come down to my level. <laughs> Join me. And it's saying that like there's probably overall less happiness in that system because of these although I guess I'm not in that system so I can't say but I'm just gonna guess that, that it's shit and and they feel like they're being exploited because they are and they feel like it's transactional because it is and, and that doesn't foster human connections which is ultimately what makes life worth living mm, whoa I don't know if I agree with that whoa okay I mean okay, maybe I just should stop one step before you get you get po- you wax poetic with all these claims, and you get you get yourself into some briar. My, my last claim is always the the hardest one for you to stomach. It seems. Yeah, I mean you're you keep building towards these great humanist arguments, but I'm just not very human or humanist. So, no, I am humanist, but just kind of lost in the weeds. I think. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, well, there's one thing that's for sure: it's being created as a result, and that's a declining birth rate. Um, whether or not, again, whether or not that's an objective good or bad thing is... Well, you could say that, that you could argue from a Kantian perspective at this point that it's unsustainable. I mean, although that's probably not what Kantianism, Kantianism would, would even... I'm sure it's not. ...bring into to the frame. But you could argue at from, point from this, this, new, this new type of morality I've been thinking about that probably already exists, which I call evolutionary, evolutionary morality, okay. which can be seen in the fact that monkeys, like, feel injustice when you cheat them out of food compared to other monkeys. Okay. And so you could say that the morality ought to be that you'd want the group to survive and thrive. And so this thing would prevent the group from surviving and thriving. But that, that gets back to what I was saying, is that morality isn't like uh, an external neutral thing. Morality is uh, emotional instinct driven by evolutionary advantage. It is... It helps your natural selection as a species if you are invested in the well-being not only of yourself but of your fellow tribe. So establishing rules that prevent you from urges that would destroy your species, i.e. rampant murder, those kind of things are ingrained into our DNA. And I, I mean, I'm not an expert on evolution for sure, and I mean, there's no way to know absolutely for sure, but it seems like... That's probably because the human race would not do as well if we start killing each other willy-nilly. So, you're, I mean, I feel like my my philosophical foundation has been cracked several times. And in in, I'm also using many different, I'm jumping from, from like, like dog to dog here. Just, you're a polar bear on the melting ice caps. Whatever, whatever <laughs> philosophical foundation I can find. But I feel like your argument is essentially what I'm trying to say in that I mean I, I guess your, your critique of my morality not my morality but morality in general yeah like if you reject that you're going to reject my claim of evolutionary morality here in the sense that it doesn't you know what just forget to say anything I'm, I'm all twisted up my tongue is twisted up I agree with you that it doesn't help the group Survive and thrive. Right. And I agree with you that um, those values probably were spun up as a product of evolution. I think where we disagree is um, whether that allows them to be um, transcendent above our DNA or not. Um, I mean, you probably, I mean there's, there's problems with my You argument. probably can't extend that 
to certain things. And I'll give you that. I'm still working on it. Sure. I mean, other people have probably worked on it before. It's probably not my own idea. We'll just pretend it was. I mean, okay. that's that's fine. Um, yeah. I mean, but there are holes in my argument, too. I mean, there isn't, like, an objective level of murder or lack thereof um, in our societies around the globe. I mean, that, that stuff is heavily socially constructed. Probably far... I mean, okay, so it's a nature versus nurture thing, too. I guess what I'm saying is that those kind of behaviors are probably influenced first and foremost by the society we enter and grow up in. But we also probably have biological tendencies that um, want us to avoid killing, for example, our offspring or our relatives. Unless you're a bear. Do bears do that? I, I've, this is kind of fucked up, but I've heard that Shit, the male bear will kill a, f- a, a female bear's cubs to, to put, make it to put the, the female bear in heat. Wow. Yeah. It's a fucking... It's a cruel world out there. That's... Wow. Okay. This is why we need sex for a while. This, this is why bears need sex for Bears specifically. Fuck humans. They'll be fine. Bears need that. Holy bears, shit. Bears, I mean... Humans have their shit together compared to bears, okay? God. Wow. I mean, bears are not the only species to do that. I'm Probably not. I'm sure. I'm... I mean, I don't... Ducks? I mean, they're, they're fucked up, too. Ducks? They, they need sex. Ducks are fucking monsters. Uh, I don't know if otters do it, but otters do lots of fucked up shit. Um, Dolphins, I think? There are probably some species too? of gorilla or ape that do that, too. And we're back. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> live I, show, folks. Live, yeah. Live, sort of. Live and lazy. Uh, yeah, computer crash. Sorry about that. Um, we'll fix this. Hopefully, it won't do that again in the future. Time for we'll an OS wipe. Shit. Wipe! Um, yeah, so the moral of the story, bears are fucked up, ducks are fucked up, otters are fucked up, every species would benefit from robot sex. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, are, I are, you, are you okay with saying that that it's it's potentially, I mean, I'm just going to say potentially bad if we form romantic attachments to these sex robots, though? No, I think it's fine. Okay. We can we can agree to disagree on that. We won't revisit that, but I think we we're going to. But we're we're gonna get back to this again. Okay. This uh, whole podcast, five hundred episodes about the morality of sex, sex robots. robots, and I mean, then like one day when someone's doing the research, like some guy at Google is like he's in charge of like programming the self driving cars that like run into people instead of killing their driver or whatever. Yeah, he like has to w- listen to all of these to consider every argument. That's his job. It's just Think about all the ripple effects of this podcast. Like, uh, well, well, we'll get to that later. So anyway, <coughs> in summary, uh, fuck the FCC, fuck Trump, keep the internet free, um, stay fuck happy, stay Google? horny. Ish. Mm, uh, Google might come down on us hard if we say that. I don't know if we can say that. Google's probably listening to us right now too. Google, if you're listening, we love you. Um, if you're not listening, fuck you. Well. I appreciate you, but you scary. You scary, Google. You scary. Sex robots, uh, fuck it, but, I mean, don't love it. Maybe. Yeah. Or, or do, if or you're Or do, even. or do. But just, just know that you're harming everyone else around you. You should feel ashamed. Well, on that <laughs> note, let's call it a day for episode one. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Tangents of a Better World. Any last thoughts? Uh, I'm blue. I'm green. Stay frosty and have a nice day. Okay.